Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for February 1st, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose because I believe that God has decreed that 2021 is a year of new levels for us. It's a season of new levels and we're going to level up in every area of our lives. But if we, we want to maximize this season and we want everything that God wants for us, if we want progress, we have to pursue progress on purpose. It has to be intentional. I've been teaching about progress on purpose in five areas. I said that as we pursue the will of God, as we open up our heart to whatever God wants to do in our lives in 2021, that we would pursue progress spiritually, five areas, spiritually, financially, physically, internally, and externally. Of those five, I've covered the first two thus far. And today we're going to start now to deal with the third one. So the third one, physically. Why is it that God wants us to be blessed in our physical bodies? And I'm going to deal with that as well. And so as it relates to physically in this section, I'm going to cover four things. And it may, it may be more than four messages, but I'm saying I'm going to cover four things. Number one, we'll deal with this today. Here's a question. Is health and wealth good or bad? Right? Is health and wealth good or bad? Number two, healing is the will of the Father. Number three, God wants you to live long and strong. And then number four, some things you can do to live long and strong. And so I'm going to deal with those as it relates to being physically healthy. So for today, the question is simple. It's, here's a question. You know, is health and wealth good or bad? As you are pursuing uh, progress on purpose, you have to deal with this question. Is having health and wealth, is that good or is that bad? So what does this mean for you today? Um, I believe that this question is, is a simple question. I mean, like, it shouldn't even really be a question, but but I'm going to explain how in the church people will mess things up, and, and sometimes people get confused, and uh, people use scripture to kind of say things that are crazy, but at the end of the day, I'm going to share four things with you as it relates to this. Uh, we're going to look at a passage of scripture first, and as I get into these four things, I want you to rid yourself of all distractions, open up your heart to receive. Four things. Number one, here we go. Well, before I get into number one, let me give you the passage. So in Ecclesiastes chapter five, verses 18 through 20, New Living Translation, the Bible says, this is Solomon writing, even so, I have noticed one thing, at least, that is good. It is good for people to eat, drink, and enjoy their work under the sun during the short life that God has given them. Now, to accept their lot in life, now that's a good thing. And to receive wealth from God and the health to enjoy it, that's a good thing. And to enjoy your work and to accept your lot in life, this is indeed a gift from God. Now, God keeps these kind of people <laughs> so busy enjoying life that they don't have any time to brood over the past. If you run into somebody that's always nursing and rehearsing and and, and blaming and complaining about the past. This is somebody that 
that does obviously is not focused on the future. It's not focused on the now. It's not focused on moving forward. If you have a forward, ever backward, never mentality, you don't have time to be nursing and rehearsing and brooding over the past. Solomon said, listen, you only have a short life. It's not like you have a lot of, a lot of years, right? So this, this life that we have, we only get one shot. And then we don't have a long life. So matter of fact, you should make the most of it. And there's nothing wrong, Solomon is saying, with you having the wealth to do what God has called you to do and the hell to enjoy it. And if you have the health and you have the wealth, say, man, listen, you're going to enjoy your life. You're going to accept your assignment, your lot in life. You're not going to fight against God. And if you, the people that embrace their divine assignment, they embrace the prosperity to get it done and they embrace the health so that they can enjoy it while they're doing it. He says, listen, this is a gift from God. And God keeps these people so busy enjoying life that they don't have time to worry about the past. Now, that said, let me give you four things for today. All right, so number one, God is not opposed to health and wealth, right? He's not opposed to it. In this text, I think Solomon is very clear. Um, So he says, it's a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it. Now, it's kind of hard to misconstrue that, right? Um, Solomon was the richest man on the planet. He was the richest man to have ever lived at that point. And so so money was not an issue. And he used the wealth to advance God's kingdom and God's kingdom plans and purposes on this planet. So he didn't see anything wrong with it. He was like, well, God gave me the money. (laughs) God made me the richest man on the planet. And I'm using the money to be a blessing. And I'm using the money to advance the kingdom. I don't see nothing wrong with it. And oh, by the way, God is not, a, God is not upset if I use some of the money to be happy and to enjoy it myself. And so, so he's like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm having it. I'm enjoying it. I'm advancing God's kingdom. I don't see anything wrong with it. And then he says, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, because remember, this is being penned by humans, but is all scripture is godly inspired, is breathed through the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit led Solomon to say what he said in this morning's text. And the Holy Spirit is expressing a sentiment here that it's okay to have wealth from God. It's okay to have the good health to enjoy it. And watch this, the sentiment expressed here in Ecclesiastes chapter five is congruent with the rest of scripture. It's congruent with the whole body of scripture. You just can't take one verse or one passage and pull it out of context and then try to manipulate people. No, it's congruent with the whole body of scripture. Now, the reason why I'm even talking about this and even asking this question, you you could think, well, Rick, isn't that a dumb question that God wants you to have what you need and then also to be healthy? Isn't that a dumb question? Well, the reason why I have to even ask the question is because people have vilified what they call the prosperity gospel. And so I, so if I say health and wealth, they go, oh, health and wealth gospel, that's the prosperity gospel. So right off the bat, people will choose to like fight against it. But for you to fight against having the wealth and then the health to enjoy it, you actually have to reject a good portion of scripture. For you to fight against this, you actually either have to ignore or flat out reject God's teaching. Because in the end, God is not opposed to you being blessed financially and then also having the health to enjoy your divine assignment on this planet. As a matter of fact, I I, I titled this Health and Wealth on Purpose because I wanted some Christians, I want some people to consider this. Some people that immediately be like, oh, no, mm, no, 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 that's not me. Okay, stop. Why? Like, I mean, who who told you, like, I'm going to deal with this today, but who told you being poor is a blessing? Who told you that being sick is a blessing? 
I, I don't understand this. I, I believe that this confusion comes from Satan. God is not opposed to this. Obviously, it's very clear in scripture. I just read it to you. God is not opposed. I mean, what's the alternative? Is the alternative, oh, health and wealth. Ooh, no, that's not God. Okay, so what is God then? Uh, being broke and sick? I mean, do you think that's the will of God? I mean, I, I don't understand it. And, but, and I know, I know, look at me. I know that some preachers, bad preachers, have manipulated scripture to take money from people. And some preachers, bad preachers, have manipulated people as it relates to healing and they've done dumb things and they put somebody in the audience that's not sick and then they lay hands and then they, you know, I, I, I got it. I mean, people do bad things. At the end of the day, I got it. Let me use the, 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 uh, an analogy of like a tailor or a seamstress. If I were a tailor in this situation, I would say, well, let's agree that the pattern is right, even though the material may be flawed. Let me say that again. Let's agree that the pattern is right, even though the material may be flawed. What I'm saying is that let's agree that the Bible is right, even though there may have been some bad preachers in the past that manipulated people about healing and that manipulated people about money and that stole somebody's money. Oh, whatever. I got it. I know that people do bad things and I know that humans, I got it. But let's, let's say, can we acknowledge that while that may have happened and it did happen, that doesn't change God though. That doesn't change God or his word. God is not opposed to you being healthy and God is not opposed to you having more than enough to meet the needs of your situation so you could be a blessing to other people. God is not opposed to it. All right. Number two, it takes church people to confuse things that should be very clear. Now, now, even now, this, this is one of those things where look at me for a minute. If you were not born again, right? Not born again, not a Christian. You don't go to church at all. And I stopped you on the street. And I say, hey, man, uh, here's a quick quiz. Having money, is that good or bad? You would say, good, okay. Being sick, is that good or bad? You would say, bad, right? I mean, so, I mean, that's, that's any person with any common sense would tell you that having money is better than not having money and being healthy is better than being sick, right? I mean, so, but for whatever reason, it's like people in church have manipulated things to where now in their mind being broke is holy right and having money oh no no don't have money don't 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 store up for yourself riches down here and so being broke is somehow holy and then and then people have said crazy things in church to where they, they've tried to tell people that god put something on you this sickness god put this sickness on you to teach you something uh, God put this sickness on you to teach you this lesson. God put that sickness on such and such to slow them down. No, the, the text we just read says it's a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it. Anyone who thinks that poverty is a blessing is someone who's never been poor, period. Like if you think that not having is a blessing, then maybe you've never really been in that situation. But Isabella and I didn't grow up with a lot of means and we know what it's like to have lack. And in that situation, we know that that's not the blessing. That is not a blessing from God. And anyone who thinks that sickness <laughs> is a blessing is obviously someone who's never been sick. It only takes a few minutes by the bedside of someone in a hospital to know that that's not the will of God. You can't look at that person with tubes coming out of their body and say, that's the will of God. No. And God doesn't have to make you sick to teach you a lesson. 
God gave you his word. God gave you his spirit. God gave you divine leaders to instruct you, to teach you. God graced people to teach the word of God. No, God doesn't have to make you sick to teach you a lesson. If matter of fact, let me just say this. Look at me on this one. This is an important one. If you really believe that God put a sickness on you, right? Then don't pray for healing. If you really believe that God put a sickness on you, then don't go to the doctor. Because if God gave it to you, don't you want everything God gave you? Think about that for a minute. You go, well, brother, no, no, no. If God gave it to you, then you want it. Well, that's not what I'm saying. No, that's not what you're saying because that doesn't make any sense. Obviously, God didn't give it to you. No, that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. It's the devil who comes to kill and to steal and to destroy. Number three, the Bible is pretty clear on what is the blessing and what's the curse. That came through Adam. And this is all Old Testament. You can look all throughout the Old Testament. I'll just give you a few of these things. In Psalms 91 and verse 16, the Bible says that God can satisfy us with long life, right? That's what he said. He wants to satisfy us with what? Long life. All right. Psalms 103 and 3 says that God would forgive us of our sins and heal us of all diseases. Obviously, that's the blessing. The blessing is long life. The blessing is I am forgiven of sin and I'm healed of all diseases. Psalms 103 and 5, the Bible says, here's the blessing. God can renew my youth like the eagles, right? So, so watch this. I am, I may be physically getting older, but I feel better. And God is renewing my youth and restoring me. Why? Because I'm walking with him. That's part of the blessing. Deuteronomy 7 and 15, God will keep us from deadly diseases. Why? That's the blessing. The blessing is keeping me from deadly diseases. John's, uh, James 5 and 15, the Bible says that we can pray the prayer of faith and the, and the prayer of faith will heal the sick and the Lord will raise him up. Well, why would we want to heal the sick if sickness came from, from God? No, that doesn't make any sense. Mark 16 and 18, God said that we can lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. Why would we want them to recover if sickness came from God? So listen, I know that bad things happen to good people, but don't confuse a clear topic by trying to make, call something that is clearly bad and call it good. No, it's not good. Poverty is not good. Sickness is not good, period. Like, and don't let any Christian or any pastor confuse you. Listen, you knew that you, what I'm saying, you knew that before you got saved. What I'm saying, you knew that before you became a Christian. It takes church people to mess that up. So don't, don't be one of those people. All right, number four and finally, I'm just kind of introducing this to you today. Last point. Jesus helps us see what comes from God and what comes from Satan. Jesus helps us see that. The Bible said in 1 John 3 and 8, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, right? The Bible also says in Acts 10 and 38 that Jesus went around doing good and healing who? All who were under the power of the devil because the Lord was with him. Wait a minute. What was Jesus doing in Acts 10 and 38? He was going around healing the sick. And what does that text say? Healing the sick equals those who were under the power of the devil. And then Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. That's why he was healing people. So when Jesus was healing people, he was destroying the works of the devil. The reason why I'm, I'm making this point and I'm taking my time is because, listen, there are good people that love God who are confused about this. I just had a, a conversation with someone this past week. 
someone that I love, someone in my family, someone that I respect. And that person said to me, well, such and such is in the ICU uh, battling COVID. I want you to pray for them. And I was like, okay, I will. And they said, but God knows what he's doing. I said, what? And she said, God knows what he's doing. And I, I, I said, wait, let me, ha I don't understand what you're saying. Are, are you saying that God put COVID on that person? And she said, well, God does everything. Yeah, everything is God. God does everything. Everything is God. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I said, now hold on for a minute. You just, you told me that you think God put COVID on this person, right? So now you want me to pray. Do you want me to pray? Yeah, I want you to pray. Do you want me to pray for God to heal the person? Yes, I want you to pray for God to heal the person. Okay, so do you think God is schizophrenic or something? Do you think that God has two wills? Like, I don't understand what you're asking me to do. Or if you think that God put COVID on this person, then we can't pray for God to take it off if God put it on. I mean, God, that would mean that God has two wills. And wh what God do you, do you serve? Like, I mean, do you think that you serve a God that puts sickness on somebody just so he could turn around and heal him and say, now give me praise? I mean, what kind of God was, was that? I don't want to serve a God like that. I don't want to serve the God that is going to put something bad on me just to turn around and take it away and then say, now give me praise. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, how... But that's how jacked up, I'm saying that this is how warped people's theology is. If sickness came from God, then why would he send his son Jesus to heal people? Like, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. If sickness came from God and Jesus went around healing the sick, wouldn't he be fighting against his father? He would be fighting against his own father. The clear answer is that sickness is not of God. The sickness is not the blessing. Sickness is the curse. It's not a good thing to be sick. It's not a good thing to be broke. It's not a good thing to, ha to, to be in lack. It's not a good thing to not have enough. It's not a good thing to not be able to pay your bills. No, it's not a good thing. What does the text says that we read this morning? Here's a good thing. Let me read it for you again as I close. Even so, I've noticed one thing at least that's good. It is good for people to eat, drink, and enjoy their work under the lip, the short time that God has given them on this planet to accept their lot in life. Now that's a good thing. And it's a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it, to enjoy your work and to accept your lot in life. This is indeed a gift from God. And God keeps these people like me so busy enjoying life that they don't have no time to worry about what happened in the past. They are always looking forward. It's forward ever, backward never. The best is yet to come. You got it? I'm just laying the foundation for this, but my God, like you got to get this. Don't fight against this. All right. So let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Now, the declaration I'm about to give you right now, uh, I posted on my website. It's called a declaration of faith to level up in your health in 2021. And um, uh, later on in, uh, in the chat, I will post a link to it, but just go to RIP Ministries, ripministries.org. And click on teaching and there's some Bible declarations and you can download this one and print it out. Uh, so now I want you to repeat after me. All right. Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for declaring new levels in 2021. I believe and receive what heaven has announced for me. I will walk in new levels of health in this season. I confess your word concerning health and healing as I do. I believe your word will not return to you void. It will accomplish what you have declared. 
in the name of Jesus, I believe I am healed according to your word. Jesus is the Lord of my life. Sickness and disease have no power over me. I am healthy inside and out. I am free from unforgiveness and strife. I refuse to harbor bitterness in my heart. I know unforgiveness can open the door to disease. <laughs> so I walk in love, empowered by your spirit. I have abundant life through your word, Father, and your healing power flows to me, to every organ, every cell, all the tissue and all the joints in my body, bringing life and health. If sickness and disease touch my body in 2021, I declare that it has to die instantly because I am redeemed. The curse has no power over me. Your word is life and it is health and healing to all my flesh. Therefore, I declare that every system of my body functions in the perfection in which Christ Jesus created it to function. I live long and strong and declare your works on this planet. The angel of the Lord encamps round about me and delivers me from every evil work. No evil shall befall me. No plague, no calamity shall come nigh my dwelling. Your word abides in me. It is life and medicine to all my flesh. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus operates inside of me. Therefore, I am free from the law of sin and death. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. Oh, oh man, I didn't finish. I didn't finish. Let's, let's close this out. Therefore, I declare that I walk in new levels, new levels of health in 2021. I have control of my appetite. It does not control me. I eat healthy foods. I exercise. I honor the physical body that you have given me, Father. I'm submitted to you in all ways, including my physical body. I will not die because I'm sick. I will not die because I'm old, I will only die when I'm done. So until I complete my assignment, no sickness, disease, virus, germ, bacteria, or demonic spirit can stop me. I level up in 2021. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. Now this is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up. Click on, you want my notes? Click on subscribe, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, this is really important what I'm talking about today. So do me a favor, two things. Number one, leave me some comments in the chat. Uh, if this message has been a blessing to you. And then number two, share the message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. It is not the will of God for you to be broke or sick. Embrace God's grace and walk in the blessing. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.